What it do, baby? Yes, sir. You know what it is. It's time to Jets right here on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, wherever it is that happens to be that you are listening to us right now. Appreciate you for doing so. Please hit that subscribe button. And if you wouldn't mind doing so, leave a little five-star review, a little comment, John, because that helps us out in the long run and appreciate y'all doing that. Um, Also, hit me up on that Twitter machine. You know who I am. I'm your host, Big Zoo. At Zoobeard77, give me a holla on there. We got, you know, a lot of stuff going on around the Jets right now. Big Mike White getting his Thursday night football debut. Fresh off of an offensive player of the week for the AFC. And having his jersey from his first NFL start enshrined in Canton in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I mean, what else could you ask for as a player in the NFL? I mean, let alone a guy who just made his first start. We're talking about guys for their entire careers are working to have something that is some piece of them in the Hall of Fame. And one start in, Mike White already has that. Good for him. Like, listen, I'm not saying the kid is going to be Joe Namath or Tom Brady, but it's really cool that he has these opportunities, that he's getting this moment, that he did what he did. And you got to let him ride for a little bit. You got to see what you got. And this tonight, Thursday night in Indy, this is the biggest test that he will have so far in his entire career. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I get it. It's only two games in. But he's kept himself on this roster for a couple of years. Now he's getting his chance. This is the moment. This is the game where you have to go out there and you have to be solid. Nobody's expecting you to go out there and throw for 400 plus yards again. And if you're expecting Mike White to throw for 400 yards again tonight, listen, it might happen. I'm not saying it. there's no chance in hell, but there's no chance in hell. He's throwing for over 400 yards again here tonight. There's just not a chance. So with that being said, what do you want to see out of Mike White tonight? You want to see those completion numbers continue to stay where they are. You want to see those yards continue to stay above 225, 250, somewhere in that range. You get there, that kind of feels like a solid solid little game for a guy on the road in his second career start. No interceptions. No interceptions in this game. That is something absolutely you got to see out of Mike White. If you can see that, again, another successful performance. You put all that together, you probably get a solid QBR, and, I mean, it's probably not enough for the Jets to get a win, but that's fine. They don't need, this season isn't about winning. It never was about winning. This season was about development and seeing what this team has going forward. Who deserves to be part of this culture change and who is not going to be part of it? Who's the dead weight and who's here for the long haul? Mike White has a chance to show that he's a guy that's here for the long haul. And in a time where we thought, as Jeff fans, when Zach Wilson went down, we all sat here and we believed, okay, over the next couple of weeks, this team is going to be completely unwatchable because there's going to be nothing, nothing about them that is intriguing or at all showing you anything for the future. It kind of felt like it was just going to be a year where you could wash it off your hands in the end and move on to the next. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, after a Halloween 
Halloween unbelievable game from Mike White. We're sitting here and we're talking about evaluating a quarterback. And we're sitting here and we're talking about going into a Thursday night football game that we all would have had pegged as as a bona fide L and a bona fide ass whooping of an L to the Colts. And we're sitting here and we're saying to ourselves, huh, maybe this game could actually be tight. Maybe this could be a decent game within 10 points, within one score. I mean, there's a chance. You just got to see what you get out of this kid. He's He's got an opportunity. Not many people do what he did, even as a backup. So you have to give him a little bit of leash here, and you have to do what you got to do to put him in those same good positions to succeed the way that he did last week. And that job falls upon the shoulders of Mike LaFleur. And Mike LaFleur, I got to give the man his credit. I got I to gotta pay respects to the dude right now because I've been killing him over the first, you know, six games of the year. And he went out there and he put together a really good game plan. He was up in the booth. You know, they said that, they said that he didn't need him on the sideline. Mike White, that is, didn't didn't need him on the sideline. So he goes up to the booth, puts together a good game plan, calls a great game, goes and wins the game. I mean, you got to give him some credit. And if he goes out there today and he's able to put together another nice little game plan where you move the ball, you score a couple of points, you know, you get Mike White looking pretty good, you don't turn the ball over, You continue to feed Michael Carter the rock. You continue to get Denzel Mims out there. You get Elijah Moore as many snaps as he can be on the field for. And you start to look at yourself and you go, okay, good game plan out of LaFleur. Starting to understand what he needs to do to be successful in this league and to be successful with this team. And also, I mean... It's a, it's, it's a knock as much as it is a gain on him because it shows how good his offense can be when you have a quarterback who fits the system and knows how to run it versus how you know inadaptable he has been to work with Zach Wilson, and that's kind of a knock on him. But at the same time, it does show that his offense can be really, really, really good when somebody can run it properly. So for Mike LaFleur today... It's all about not getting too over your head, not getting too fancy with play calls, not trying to change things up too much from what you did last week. Allow yourself to continue that game plan. Keep Mike White in his area of success and allow your team to just continue to grow a little bit each and every week. Don't mix it up too much. Don't get too smart for yourself. Do what you got to do to keep it simple as possible. Nobody expects anything crazy again this week. I don't think so. I think I can speak for all Jet fans when I say that. I mean, we all should be expecting, and I mean, I'm personally expecting a, a major step back from this offense. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm expecting them to, you know, have 250 or less yards of total offense in the game, but I also don't believe they're going to have over 400. I mean, if they get to 350, I think that would be a nice number for them for the for the whole day combined, you know. Um, this is a really good Indianapolis Colts defense. They're top 10 in the league in yards, top 10 in the league in points against. And, I mean, Darius Leonard is a superstar linebacker. 
who, just like C.J. Mosley, is going to be able to take away your ability to run the ball and your ability to put the ball in certain places in the middle of the field. He's a star. And especially with the way the Jets run the ball through the tackles in between the guards, it's not a great setup when you have a linebacker that's that dominant and that good in the run game. So I don't expect this run game to do very much of anything. Especially, like, I, I mentioned Darius Leonard now. Now, you also have to look at DeForest Buckner, who's a superstar defensive tackle. Um, I mean, he's about almost about as good as it gets. And he's going to be a game record today. And listen to me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he's going to be a game record because of just how good he is, because you can shut down a defensive tackle if you want to. If you choose to do that as an offensive line, you can do that. But you're not going to shut him down because you have Connor McGovern and you have Greg Van Rotten lining up right there in the middle. And it would not be an episode of the Time to Jets podcast if we did not did not discuss Greg Van Rotten and his uh, uh, deficiencies at right guard this season. I mean, listen, it is what it is. We're here. We're, we've made it through this many weeks. Maybe, maybe next time we're sitting here doing a pregame we're talking about Laurent Duvernay Tardif starting at right guard for this team but today Thursday night football in Indy we are not we're talking about Greg Van Rotten at right guard and this is gonna be an absolute absolute field day for this Colts defense if they want it to be if they just send dudes at Van Rotten and have Buckner lining up over him all day, it's going to be an absolute you-know-what show out there. It's going to be, you know, <laughs> ugh. Yeah, it's going to be nasty. And you're going to start to see the warts of Mike White. You're going to start to see the warts of his Jets offense. And you're going to potentially see this offense go all the way back to where they were against the Pats a couple of weeks ago. I I really, I sure hope that doesn't happen, and I think there are ways you can try to limit the effect of Buckner on this team. You know, you throw some screens the way that you did last week to try to keep that defensive line honest for the Colts, try to keep those linebackers honest for the Colts, and you also have to double-team guys. You're going to have to give Van Rotten help, and you're going to have to figure out how you're going to take care of all of these other dudes that need to be accounted for on the rush. So whether that be Michael Carter is going to be blocking a lot more, whether that be Ty Johnson's going to be staying back to block, whether that's you're going to have Ryan Griffin on the field a lot more, you just got to make sure you figure out a way that you can hold it down on that offensive line and give Greg Van Rotten the help that you know he's going to need in order to keep Mike White upright for the most part today. So that's a big part of this game. That's a big piece of how this offense is going to look out there and a big reason as to why I think they're going to take a step back this week because I just don't think, listen, you might be able to limit these guys, but you're not going to stop them, and they're going to be able to make a lot of plays on you. It's a good, good Colts defense. Don't take them Don't take them for granted. Don't look at them like they're nothing or they're just some Colts team that is what it is. This is a good team. They just happen to have a quarterback who, eh, doesn't really like to hang on to the football very much. He, Carson Wentz, of course, is the man I'm speaking about. And he is, I mean, you got to be infuriated if you're a 
offensive coordinator or if you're Frank Reich. Because for the same things that I said about Greg Van Rotten for the Jets, I mean, the Colts don't even have a Greg Van Rotten because they have Carson Wentz already. Carson Wentz goes around, he tries to, he just does too much. He tries way too hard to make something out of nothing every single play. And then all of a sudden he'll just chuck the ball and, yeah, okay, it's picked right into the end zone for a pick six and that's the lead. Like, you know what I mean? Or, okay, we're in overtime and he just guns one into triple coverage. That's the type of stuff when you're a defensive player, when you're a defensive coordinator, it makes you perk your effing ears up. And you go to yourself, woo, baby, let's go, let's go, let's go. Because you got to shut it down at that point. You got a guy who's willing to turn the ball over in order to make a crazy play. You got a guy who's going to do some crazy ass stuff out there. You got to be on him. This defensive line, pressure, pressure, pressure. On the defensive side of the ball, this game for the Jets today is going to be all about the front seven. If you can get pressure out of Quinnen, out of John Franklin Myers, out of Nate Shepard, out of Shaq Lawson again, Fatakasi get in there a little bit, you're going to have a lot of success shutting down this pass game for the Colts because you're going to have Carson Wentz scrambling like a chicken without a head on, and he's just going to be throwing the thing around. Now, of course, the Colts, Michael Pittman, solid receiver, but there's nobody on this offense that is a true, like, you know, a guy receiver that you have to be worried about, that you have to be worried that if the ball gets chucked up to them, they're going to come down with it. So when you're a defensive line, you just put that pressure on him, have him chuck up that ball, let your corners go out there and win a couple of these. Let your defense go out there and get some turnovers, baby. Let's get an interception. I mean, I've been waiting all year for the pick we got last week from a defensive lineman, by the way. Can I get a Bryce Hall pick this week? Can I get a, a Marcus May pick, perhaps? I mean, that might be a little bit too much to ask for. But can I get a Brandon Eccles pick or a Michael Carter pick? Give me something, guys. Come on, secondary. Pick up the guys. They're doing the work, man. Step up. I think today the secondary is going to get a pick. And I think they're going to get a couple. I mean, I don't know how many, but I'm going to say probably two. I'm going to stick with two. I don't think they get much more than that. Because once... While he does turn over the ball a lot and make a lot of stupid decisions, he also is good enough to fit the ball into tight windows at certain points in time. So I wouldn't be shocked if he makes a couple of really incredible plays throughout the game and keeps the Colts in it throughout, you know, at least in terms of his play. But the one thing that really makes the front seven in this game massive, and I talked about the front seven and I've only been talking about the defensive line so far, the reason a front seven is so big for this defense here is because there's a man in that Colts backfield who is a man. You got Jonathan Taylor running back out of Wisconsin who has been blowing the doors off of the league so far through the first couple of weeks. And he's a guy you got to expect to be running the rock 20 plus times a game, going and running hard right at you. No excuses behind a really good offensive line that is probably going to have Quentin Nelson, although he is dealing with a little toe injury, limited at practice yesterday, but probable to play today. You're going to be behind a really good old line. You're going to have a running back like that. That spells out 
eat the blocks, Foley Fatakasi, Quinn and Williams. That's going to be their job a lot tonight. And then CJ Mosley and Jared Davis come on up and make that play. CJ Mosley and Davis, this is going to be a big time game for both of them. And having those two dudes at linebacker, I think is actually going to benefit the Jets in terms of shutting down Jonathan Williams. I mean, there's a potential, there's a world in which the Jets are able to shut down Jonathan Taylor tonight and force Carson Wentz to have to throw the ball, you know, upwards of 35 to 40 times in this game. There is a world where that happens because this defensive front is that good. And this defense is that good against the run. They've shown you throughout the entire season. They've shown you with their ability to blitz corners, blitz safeties, blitz backers, just bring on the proper pressure to deal with the run and get guys down in the backfield. I think that absolutely continues tonight. And I think this defense makes a stamp to the league that, hey, we might not be a great team. We not, might not be a playoff team, but you better respect this defense. You better respect what we are able to do. The Pats put up a big number on us. Yeah, sure. Good for them. That's not who we are. That's not the team we are. That was a shell of who we are. This is the guys. These are the guys you're going to have to worry about now. It's an opportunity for Robert Sala to have a statement, to, to make this defense respected once again throughout the NFL, for this franchise to be respected throughout the NFL defensively once again the way that we were under Rex, under Todd Bowles, and how we haven't been since Adam Gase came here. You got to be able to step up. You got to be able to step up on defense today. Secondary, got to step up. That's where the front seven is going to be studs. The secondary, they're going to have to be the playmakers. That's what it comes down to, and that's what it usually comes down to on a really good defense. Your front seven are going to make all the stops and put on some pressure, and your secondary just has to react. They just have to be paying attention. That's it. That's all I ask for today is for Bryce Hall, for Michael Carter, for Eccles, for Marcus May, for Ashton Davis, for somebody to go out there and make a play because Carson Wentz is the guy you make a play on. He is the guy that gives you a pick. He is the guy that hands you games. Go and get it. It's your job today. It is your job to go out there and play your asses off and stamp their mark in this league. Make your damn mark in this league, boys. Today's your day. Do it. I love this defensive matchup, honestly, for the Jets. I really do. I think we're going to have a field day out there. I think it's going to be fun to watch defensively, and I think this is going to be an absolute disaster of a game for Carson Wentz. I don't think the crowd's going to be behind him. I think he's feigning. Um, he's got feigning trust from his team. I don't know about the head coach because obviously Reich and him are boys, but I think the team is starting to lose trust in him, and once that starts to happen, you're going to see a lot of things start to be a disaster in Indianapolis. So the Jets... This is a really fun opportunity of a game for the defense. Go out there and do your thing. I hope C.J. Mosley is telling these guys that right now because C.J. Mosley is obviously the leader of this defense, maybe the leader of this team. He's got to be licking his chops looking at a guy like Carson Wentz coming off that awful week last week, 
coming off a season where, I mean, he hasn't been terrible, but he hasn't been good either. And this team for the, and this offense for the Colts has not been very good either. He's licking his chops. He's telling these guys, let's go. Let's get out there and let's just start playing. This is, I'm excited. I'm excited for this defensive matchup because, yeah, I can't say it enough. Carson Wentz, he ain't that dude. He is just not that dude. Sorry to say it. Sorry to say it, Colts fans, if you're listening here. But, yeah, guy, guy just stinks. He's, he's the Greg Van Rotten of the Indianapolis Colts offense. That's hard to do when you're a quarterback is be the Greg Van Rotten. But, hey, here we are. <laughs> um, but, yeah, a couple of things I want to touch on before I get into players to watch in this game and, obviously, my prediction. For what will happen on Thursday night, Mike White football. Uh, but first, let me just remind you real quick, uh, you know, wherever it is that you happen to be listening right now, appreciate you doing so. Please smash that subscribe, hit the likes, uh, you know, give a, leave a little five-star rating and maybe a little comment drawn on here. We appreciate that. And, uh, of course, hit me up on the Twitter machine, at Zubeard77. Tell me how insane I am for thinking this defense is going to go off tonight. Tell me how crazy I am for thinking that, you know, Mike White will go out there and have another mediocre game and be looking okay. Tell me what you think is going to happen. What's your prediction for the game? Who are you watching tonight? What is your, you know, perfect outcome for this game? I mean, obviously the perfect outcome would be a win. But what do you think Mike White needs to do in order to, you know, fully prove himself that he deserves to start again versus Buffalo and potentially again versus Miami and so forth and so on. What does Mike White have to do tonight to continue his upward swing or upward trajectory as Jets quarterback? Let me know on that Twitter machine. Like I said, at Zubeard77. But let me get down to a couple of little things I wanted to touch on. Like I said, before I get to the player to watch and uh, pick, I want to talk quickly about Corey Davis going to be out today once again. It's uh that's a tough little injury he's dealing with. I would assume he'll probably be back by Buffalo on uh, you know in a week and a half, so 10 days. I think he should be healthy for that game. But he's going to be out again versus the Colts on Thursday night, so Mike White not having his number 1 receiver once again. What does that mean? That means more touches for Denzel Mims, more opportunities for Elijah Moore, more opportunities for Michael Carter out of the backfield, which is all good stuff. Second-year receiver, rookie receiver, rookie running back. Feed them the ball as much as humanly possible. Get them on the field as much as humanly possible. These are guys you want to develop and you want to see what you got. Let them play. Let them go after it. And let them go after it with a quarterback who is able to get the ball to them. And unfortunately, Zach Wilson wasn't able to do that. And Mike White is. So we're, we're going to be able to evaluate Elijah Moore. We're going to be able to evaluate Denzel Mims tonight based off of that. And plus, one of those guys is going to have a big-time game. I don't know who it'll be, but one of those between Elijah and Denzel is going to have a breakout this week, is going to go for 100 yards, is going to score a touchdown, and is going to just make a couple of plays. 
I would have my money on Elijah just because I think he's going to get a couple of handoffs too. So that could title up the, uh, sorry about that. People, my words are all over the place today, but that could up the tally, you know, for his yardage in terms to get him up to a hundred yards. I wouldn't be shocked though. If you saw a couple of nice grabs from Denzel Mims, cut a couple guys ankles, get a couple extra yards and he gets himself up to a hundred that way with a tutty. I would not be shocked at all. I think one of those guys, though, expect them to have a massive game today. And Michael Carter, the run game is going to be difficult to get going, like I said, against this team with Greg Van Rotten and Connor McGovern on that line and Vera Tucker being a rookie and Fant possibly being out. I mean, this line is going to have a lot of issues today. So you're going to need to figure out how do I get Michael Carter into this game I think it's through the screens, it's through dump-off passes, get him as many receptions, as many touches as you can out of the backfield that way, because running the ball is going to be extremely difficult for this team to do today. But you have to keep getting the ball in a playmaker like Michael Carter's hands, so get him as many passes out of that backfield as possible, and make Darius Leonard have to move with him, get his ass tired. Maybe you see something happen there with a little rope-a-dope. But that's kind of where this team is right now, health-wise, offensively. And you got the Rooks out there and the Young Bucks. Get them playing time. Let them work. Let them play. Let's see what we got. I think this is a big-time game for one of those guys, though, Mims or Elijah. So keep an eye on one of them. But they are not are not the offensive player to watch this week. That would, of course, be young Mike White. And the reason we're going to keep an eye on Mike White is the obvious. We're we're looking at a potential quarterback controversy here. We're looking at a potential quarterback competition here. And Zach Wilson, he ain't around. He ain't going to be around for a little bit. And this is Mike White's opportunity to solidify himself as the guy who starts for the Jets over the next three, four weeks. I mean, until Zach gets back. And who knows if Zach ends up getting back. Mike White, if he does the job the way that he did last week or four days ago, we're going to be sitting here talking about who the heck is Zach Wilson tonight. We're going to be sitting here wondering how the hell the Jets drafted Zach Wilson when they had Mike White in their organization. But there's a lot of work to be done before then. And honestly, like I said, let me know what you guys think on Twitter about what Mike White needs to do today in order to show you that he's the guy going forward for this team, at least for the next couple of weeks. Hit me up on that Twitter machine, though, at Zubeard77. And now defensive player to watch. Oof, this was a tough one because I wanted to go into the secondary. I wanted to pick out Michael Carter. I wanted to pick out Bryce Hall, potentially. But I decided not to. I decided to go very, very simple. I decided to go very, very obvious in a way, but I wanted to go with Quinn and Williams. And Big Q, I'm going with him today because he's going to have a matchup, at least at certain times, with one Quentin Nelson, who, yes, he's going to be coming off the little toe injury or whatever. You know, he might not be 100%, but if he's out there, he's Quentin Nelson. That's a superstar, all-pro, one of the best offensive linemen in the league. Big Q's got a chance. He's got to go out there, and he's got to make something happen. I mean, Quinnen, 
We've been looking at him all year. He's starting to get better. He's starting to take off each and every week, making big-time plays. He's getting to the quarterback. He's putting on pressures, and he's converting them to sacks. Today, he's going to have a real matchup and a real big-time test, and I want to see how good Quinn can be and how much of a game record potentially he could be out there because if he's able to be that dude, if he is able to be that game-wrecking player, that guy that can get after the quarterback regardless of who the talent is lining up across from him on the offensive line, then Quinton Williams is a superstar. Quinton Williams is a guy you can build this defense around going forward, and he is a guy who would be potentially in the same category as Aaron Donald in about two years. That's what you're looking for today from Quinton Williams. You're looking for a big moment versus a big player. It's a good matchup. It's a fun matchup. It's about as good as it could get for you if you uh, are a defensive lineman going up against Quentin Nelson. So Quentin, and I know, man, they got <laughs> Quentin and Quentin are going to be up against each other. Sheesh. That's going to be a fun, I'm sure, for Joe Buck. But anyway, Quentin, big time game today. I'm expecting a sack out of him and a couple of pressures, a couple of tackles. Add another tackle for loss on there. I think there's a big-time game for Quentin Williams, a big-time game for this defense, and all that adds up to Colts 24, Jets 17. And I wanted to be a little bit more positive here, but I think that's a pretty positive score if we're being completely honest with ourselves. I think that's about as positive as it could be. Uh, the Colts are angry. They're going to be pissed coming into this game. They lost a game in overtime. Carson Wentz played like dookie shoes in that game. He played like doo-doo. Um, he, he just did not look good out there. And he's going to be angry. He's going to want to do better. He's going to want to do more. This team is just going to be pissed. And you're the Jets. I mean, they're looking at us and they're saying to themselves, oh, we got the Jets coming in. This is a get-right game. So if you're able to go out there and hold the Colts to hold the Colts to 24 points, and you're able to put up 17 as well, it's not bad. That is really not a bad game, and I think that's exactly what you want to see from this team, especially if Mike White's throwing for over 250 yards in the game and gets a couple of touchdowns. I think that's exactly the type of performance you want to see from this Jets team tonight, and that's all you can really ask for. Anything more is just gravy. So take this game with a grain of salt. We're moving in a direction. It's not going to be the playoffs this year, but it could be next year. And you got to keep working towards that goal. The staff needs to keep working towards that goal, and this team needs to start working towards that goal. And Mike White, tonight is the night you prove it all to us. So go out there, do your thing, and hey, man, I won't be angry if you win tonight, baby. Just do your thing, brother. Good luck to the team. Have fun watching the game. Enjoy some wings for me. I'm going to be scarfing down some wings myself. Uh, hit me up on the follow at Zubert77 um, on the Twitter machine. And, of course, subscribe Apple Pod, Apple, Spotify, and Amazon. I said almost said Potify. What is wrong with me right now? Whatever, everybody. I got to get going, though. It's about time for me to jet from here. And without further ado... I will speak to you after the game. Peace!